Hello. I am doing my first recording. Testing, testing. This is Venus Wildbird. Pronouns they, them. I'm sitting in my aunt's art studio. I'm here with my friend Bodega, who is a very sweet individual. Alright, so I was thinking, should I record or should I just go ahead and paint? And um, I'm lighting some sage. <clears throat> so I went to my room and I want to share with you the things that I grabbed because it was interesting for me. Do you ever do things and you think to yourself, whoa, I'm so funny. <laughs> I'm so original. I'm so cute. Well, I do that all the time. So I grabbed my sage, Palo Santo, my amethyst crystal that I take everywhere with me. And now I'm here, saging. So I always sage first because I heard my friend Guada told me empties the room or the space of all energy and <clears throat> then you like Palo Santo to fix, fix that energy. <clears throat> I also have my peppermint tea with me. <laughs> you know what? Shout out to, um, well, first off, shout out to my mother who <clears throat> is always making me drink things. You might hear Bodega because Bodega's a dog and he likes to make little sniffing noises near anything that I'm doing. Um, you know, I think that dogs really smell, they intuit a lot more through smell than we realize. Um,. So what was I saying? Oh, my mother, first off, thank you um, for always having me drink peppermint tea. Or not peppermint mint tea, but um, that's what I'm drinking right now. But, um, <clears throat> just liquids. And also, another Gemini, who I do not know know, like my mother, of course, but who really has been influencing my thought process lately. Um, well, I guess for the past two years, I've been, I found this person and started listening to originally their astrology channel on YouTube. <clears throat> and um, shout out the quietest revelation, they're calling. And uh, yeah, then I started listening to her podcast and I just something like clicked so hard and I was like why and then I thought to myself okay well the only other Gemini that I know or I guess that I've allowed thus far into my life so I trust I haven't cut off yet um completely I we've definitely said cut off you know I've said that I've cut off my mother but I haven't really um and I don't think I could ever no matter what she did to me um not that she would do anything to me you know, we all do things to each other. So, 
anyways, I thought, well, okay, maybe I'm still checking out. And then recently, recently, a new realization. I, a friend of mine, Jay, he turned me on to Vedic astrology. And it's a Vedic chart. He told me follows the full cycle of the moon. And, um, you know, that cued me into, okay, aha, the true cycle of the moon. That is really the secret that they do not want people with bodies who are able to bear children to know about because then, you know, you hold the key to their own body. Oh no, they can't do that. Okay, so the Vedic chart I'm, I'm learning about and I'm really interested in and, um, it's just, it's, it's like a trip to me because it's, you know, even with the things that are, you know, very intuitive, astrology, things that people feel so deeply tied to on a soul level, some people, and me for one, um, astrology has helped me, you know, in so many ways become more grounded, which is hilarious because astrology is about the sky and air, but, uh, you know, so actually astrology is sort of my way of dealing with, um, the chaos that surrounds us, you know, of course. And I, I did drop one class while going to college and I am ashamed, honestly, about it because it was a kind of a point of pride, you know, I, I never dropped a class, like I followed through. But I dropped, and I was surprised at myself, but I dropped um, astronomy. And I kind of I kind of gave people this reason, like, oh, yeah, it was kind of hard, you know, like I had a full schedule and I just wanted to like focus on other things too. And like, you know, like it was a really difficult class. I would say like, I don't think I was just, I just, you know, kind of allude to like I wasn't intelligent enough for it or something along those lines. Um, but... I remember walking home from those classes, uh, <laughs> and I went to Santa Monica College, so getting off the bus, I lived on 4th Street in Santa Monica, and so I'd ride the bus down from Pico, um, a few minutes, and then get off on 4th, and there's this very, very, very long walk, well, not very long, but, you know, um, 30-minute walk home in the dark, and that's not an issue, you know, walk through Compton, um, but, you know, just late at night, just, um, thinking about, uh, you know, the class, and what continually, a very simplistic thing, but what really got me just kind of triggered and stuck sometimes, and sort of a nightmare feeling was this, real true realization like it was almost that I had was completely numb to the reality until I took this class like at how old was I 23 or something you know um I'm gonna try not to say um but please please just love me anyways and if you don't fuck you <laughs> so I would walk home and just in the dark, nothing to see but stars, well, not that many, you know, but it was close to the ocean, so kind of some, you know, it wasn't too bad, and, um, just, 
just thinking about the wide expanse of forever and how in a single moment, you know, we don't really understand everything, you know, like who knows, like we, you know, they say, oh, don't worry. It's kind of the same fear, you know, when, um, before I started driving, um, my boyfriend taught me how to drive and I remember saying to him, I guess my greatest fear, I, before I ever drove, I said, what if though the car just stops, like I'm just driving and the car just stops and just in the middle, you know, my greatest fear is that my car would stop, uh, and you know, in the middle of the freeway or something and you know, cars would just like bang into me and it would just be a collision and everything. That was my fear. And he said to me, uh, that's not ever going to happen. Don't worry. You know, I was like, okay, okay. Okay. So I just told, told him something that's not ever going to happen. I am a person that worries nonsensically, nonsensically about ridiculous things. I told myself, you know, shove it down. So, um, years later I had this RV and I remember, um, I was driving to park it in Venice and it really did just stop. I was driving. It was just, you know, it's just a little road in Venice, like near Albuquerque, like no big deal. Like, you know, so it wasn't like car speeding. It was actually right in front of, um, World gem, gold gem, whatever. Anyways, it doesn't matter. But um, I'm gonna take a. You know what? I'm gonna take a sip of peppermint tea every time. You know what? I got really distracted. What I was going to say was, so my mother tells me to drink liquid, and you know who else does? Amber Khan, and I appreciate her. I'm taking a sip, and I'm, I'm gonna do what she always says in her podcasts, and probably whatever, probably in real life. Take a sip of water, take a sip of, drink something, drink something, drink something, smoke something, she says. <laughs> so I'm going to drink something and I'm going to smoke something. So we're 10 minutes in. I am sitting in front of a painting that I'm currently working on as we speak. I'm adding in the black to a painting of... Inspired by um, the painting La Bazette, La Bazette, La Bazette, La Bazette. God, oh, I cannot. I'm going, I'm trying to learn French. It's not working. The Kiss, and it's this famous sculpture, and um, maybe a week or so ago. I don't remember, maybe longer. I don't know how long I've been working on this piece, honestly. Like, I kind of go traveling between pieces when it's those old pieces. I have. One, two, three, four, five, five pieces right now. And like, you know, just some that like I in my head to do. So, so I'm walking down and I'm, I'm thinking every single night, oh my God, you know, what if similar fear to a car just stops and you know even though my boyfriend who um was a very credible source very like all about science he said no the car won't stop i said okay and then you know years later and i thought of him i was like damn you my car stopped you were wrong um you know with the fist in the air and mustache at the time so uh, i I was kidding. I did not have a mustache at the time. I don't know. I was thinking like really old timey, like an older gentleman in a suit. And I'm not really sure why I started imagining, but I just, you know. So, 
we had been wrong. And now there's all these scientists saying, oh yeah, the earth, you know, it, uh, it spins in the middle of a void of nothing, and so does the sun, uh, and the moon is always going a little bit off, but don't worry about that, and you know, there's all these other planets, and they're basically uninhabitable, like, you know, uh, never mind that possibly we lived on those planets and have amnesia now, this is my theory, uh, and that, you know, we lived on every single planet and fucked it up already, and so this is basically our last planet. We came from Venus, because Venus is very similar to Earth. We fucked that one up too, but we have amnesia. We don't remember fucking it up. Uh, so here we are. What are aliens, possibly people, us in the future, when we've either developed... Or, you know, we see them, oh, human-like, but, like, you know, wearing a green or something is, like, the cartoon version, big eyes. But is that possibly our suit that we're wearing? The very good suit for the uh, travels that we must do in outer space? Or possibly natural selection? Uh, not natural selection, I'm sorry. Um, maybe just evolution in our, our own bodies have evolved to look a certain way. And maybe that color looks like green to us in our... What is that? Let's just think about. I'm just thinking about the alien, the cartoon of an alien and how it's green. It's very funny. So, what if the earth, what if the scientists are wrong? Just like my boyfriend was wrong about the car. What if we just fall? What if we spin into nothing? What if we are spinning into nothing? What if, what if everything, what if one day and we you know our human minds can't understand or fathom why something would go wrong and something would just collide or like spin off course and you know earth just spontaneously combust maybe and just hanging in the middle of nothingness you know and thinking about that while i'm walking in the dark and i can't really see anything aside from you know um the dark sky if i look up you know street lights every once in a while i think yeah so you know, I'm seeing like leaves and trees and some houses, but very dark. And I'm just feeling like, you know, um, I paused because I heard, uh, like a television go off in my aunt's room and that might mean I have to be quiet. So that was the real reason that I stopped going to astronomy class because my mind, soul, was overwhelmed by the fact that it was being a pitch black nothing. What if we fell? As I'm painting so much black onto this canvas, so funny. I'm so afraid of the dark. I'm so afraid of falling. Let me just paint everything black. <laughs> my Gemini. So I wanted to bring up my mother and I wanted to bring up Ambercon, not only because they both say to me to drink liquids. And you know, a lot of similarities, actually. Uh, <laughs> maybe I don't know her that well. But I don't know Ambercon. I've never met her, met her. Oh my god, this is so embarrassing. I'm like fangirling about Ambercon. It's not really embarrassing. She's the shit. You should go listen to her podcast. And uh, it's uh, evolutionary vampires. So 
ever come if you ever listen to this i would absolutely love to do a painting for you a piece of art just let me know you can look at my website and this goes for all of you venuswildwood.com i have my acrylic pieces up right now i also do a lot of watercolor and you can find those amongst other tidbits about my life on my instagram venuswildbird it's my handle and anyway so what is the connection between so why am i so i don't know i'm really i was really tuned into my mom as a week i mean i guess always and i wondered you know why and then and then i started to listen to ed Khan, and for some reason i had this deep connection like right away i thought what why and and I thought to myself, I want. I actually shared some of Amber's um, podcast, or maybe it was the maybe I was. I showed her some of her. Um, I showed her a Gemini reading because my mom's a Gemini, and I just thought, I don't know. Anyway, so then I recently realized, learned, found out after researching my Vedic chart that I'm a Vedic Gemini and at first I was you know and I don't use this term lightly but I was shook like I don't use this term a lot I mean <laughs> sorry um and uh yeah I was like oh my god complete identity identity crisis out growing up and really getting into astrology and knowing myself as a cancer. <clears throat> cancer sign. And so now I'm a Gemini and I've always been a Gemini. And that answers a lot of questions that I really didn't want to know the answer to. <laughs> like, why? Why do I? Why are two different people? <laughs> So, why am I two different? I'm two different people. And I'm, I'm really, I'm coming to accept. And I love this about myself. I, someone who talks, I've talked a lot of shit about Geminis. Um, in a loving, joking way, of course. But still, you know, deep down thinking, oh my god, to be a Gemini, like, you know, I, I can go as a Cancer... I just I really related to the cancer because I go in my shell. I kind of make art. I just listen to God. <laughs> I like that, you know. Um, that's why I really love Virgos. Um, Virgos, uh, Virgos are fun. They're like look at what I did. <laughs> look at what I did while I was in the bathroom. Look how special it is. Well, look. <laughs> You're like, oh, actually, that's amazing. Maybe cancer should do that more often. Yeah, cancer show. Jokes. Anyways, I'm like talking shit. I'm stopping. Because, you know, and also Virgo, I have my vertex in Virgo. You know, it's projection. When you start talking about things you hate. You know, I was doing that today, actually. I was talking my mom's ear off. Well, partly because I hadn't talked to her in a while since moving, but also because, well, not since moving, but since I've gotten this job, um, phone reception, really busy, so, <sighs> take a sip. So everyone, drink some, drink 
something. I'm drinking out of this mug that has, I bought it right before I left the last time I lived in. And I bought two of these mugs. They're, they're slightly different, so it's sort of sweet, but they're only two of them. And I was like, why am I, why am I making this impulse buy? You know, I was kind of judging myself. I'm like, I need to really read these. Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm going to have to pack this plus everything. You know, I'm just overwhelmed. So, so, but anyways, I'm glad I did because I have two and uh, my aunt and I would drink from time. And it's just so nice to drink tea with someone or coffee with someone and you have the same two mugs it's just the most adorable thing so i strongly suggest drinking tea with someone and just pulling out this thing. it's beautiful so i'm drinking from this mug that has the flower of life on it and i have my amethyst crystal right to the right of me i'm noticing this right now i just want to share i'm like overcome and overwhelmed by in a positive way how many things are surrounding me that i love so I really encourage you all to just gather things that make you feel at home you know because um, and you know I am so grateful that I went through life thinking for so long that I was a cancer and you know why it's because I learned how to truly appreciate being in my own space by myself and I think that I wouldn't have known that had I known that pleasure and that necessary, it's like going to church, you know, for me, um, is making things and listening to God. So I grew up with that, knowing that that was my characteristic and that was my special trait and I followed suit. I really hung out with myself for the most part. I did have some friends, but I enjoyed that time by myself. And had I been, you know, growing up thinking, knowing my Vedic chart by Gemini, I think that I would have interacted with the world like a Gemini. And I would have lost the ability that I have now to implement every day time to myself and it comes in different forms you know i'm i'm like a virgo <laughs> although i have the same habits every day and i do the same things the same intentions i do the same i have set the same intentions they manifest in different ways for example today i'm sitting here and painting black around these rainbow colors and I'm listening to God. Yesterday, I wasn't able to do that, but in between working, I did slip out and go to the bathroom and just have a silent cry thinking about one of my best friends who passed away in October. His name was Otto Christopher Bixler. And I've been really, it's been really, you know, um, I just need to cry sometimes about it. And so that was my time yesterday, you know. So I make time for myself. I don't, I really, every single day it's going to be in a new way. But I'm still going to make time for myself to experience 
online missions at their full capacity and that's really good because it you know you're keeping inventory of how you're feeling you're calibrating your system that's a gemini i mean you know can i just lump everyone into a group but my experience with my gemini mother is that she would always tell me oh i i she noticed she said whoa you and she was raised an only child she was the 12th i think of 14 or more children um, but she was adopted and she was an only, raised an only child. And so she spent her whole life thinking, oh my God, I wish I had a sister. So, you know, she really wanted a sister. And she, <laughs> she, she didn't, I don't think, I'm not sure if she made that. I'm not sure. I've got to talk to her about it because I can't, you know, tell you what she does. But my interpretation is that her experience of alone time was very different than mine. Because her alone time was sleeping or there was no real alone time because her, so Gemini, so air, communication, she is a singer and growing up she'd have singing lessons so maybe she I guess she would have she would sing alone and practice but there's a majority of that sort of practice is being with someone whether you're with your teacher maybe yeah you practice alone but and also this realization that even when you're practicing alone someone can hear you you know I think about that right now I'm you know I just I always get paranoid like oh people can hear me not that you know I'm ever saying anything bad but just that I'm making noise and taking up space and you know of course I'm like I'm saying that as I'm painting on space and taking up space but um as a painter or as someone who I guess I wasn't always a painter but as someone who always just made things with their hands I could do that silently and I was comfortable with that I was I liked being to be quiet you know but as a Gemini it's like you're just you're around people and even when you're not you know when you're singing in your room you know that people can hear you you don't get that infinite time space to yourself really and maybe they don't even want it i don't know about all gemini's i can't say but my mother even with uh you know even being an only child she She wanted someone, even though she was always around people, she still wanted someone else. She wanted a sister, you know? She wanted, she, that companionship, it's that conversation, it's, so anyways, I have a lot more thoughts on the matter, but I am going to continue to paint. I'm getting paranoid about living single. So I'm going to bid you adieu until next time. And I apologize if this episode was a bit short, jumbled, whatnot. Actually, I don't. I don't apologize you can just not watch this or listen to this or whatever and the people that are here i'm so grateful to be connected to you oh my god 
So, yes, signing out, Venus Wildcard. Thank you for listening. I'm hoping that my next episode will be, well, no, I'm pretty sure it will be. Um, maybe I shouldn't say who it will be with before. But my good friend, a Leo, a Leo friend, uh, I won't say who, but then my intention with this podcast, I suppose I should have said this from the jump, but I guess I'm learning with you what I want things to be, which is very much me, the person who paints over and over and over and over the last layer. I would like this podcast to be interviews with people who are revolutionary because my people, my family, we are in a revolution. So love to you all. I hope that while you were listening to my voice ramble on, you are also smelling something that brings you so much joy, whether that be sage and palo santo like me, or lavender, lilac trees, the smell of perfume that your grandmother wore, your puppy, hot chocolate, I don't know. I, I hope that you're, you're surrounding yourself with the things that you need to do the things that you need to make you comfortable, you know, use that cancer energy that exists for all of us, regardless of what sign we are. That time away from the baby, you know, a cancer is the mother archetype. And so what does the mother do when the baby is asleep? What, how do you use that time? between work, between obligation. So surround yourself with things that make you feel good during those pauses when the world's made for you. Hone your skills because there will come a time where those are always shine off what they deserve to because what they make is so beautiful. There will come a time where your skills are needed for survival. And your skill might be something that the world does not deem quote-unquote necessary or essential right now. But you are essential what I am doing right now, what I'm feeling called to do, painting this canvas that is before me and listening to God tell me where to put the colors because it's a message for someone that's going to save that person in a way that I could never fathom because the message is not for me. My Gemini self, I have to give you the message. <laughs> So, you know what I never did? I never lit this Palo Santo. I cleansed the energy, as Guada said, but I never fixed the energy. Alright. 
I was trying to get you to do, but it was hard because we just met each other. I really like your energy. If you stayed in 32 minutes so far, why aren't you really liking me? So thank you for liking me because as someone that was raised to cancer, I need to be liked. But also as a Gemini, fuck you if you don't like me. <laughs> so the point is the takeaway <clears throat> if you will get in your shell and work on that one thing that God is telling you to do God tells me to put colors in certain places Sometimes God tells me to say certain things, and I fucking do it. And I'm not worried if someone else thinks that my message is essential, because I know it is. What you're working on right now might, it will, either and probably both save you, it will, because my work saves me too. God's work, I mean, you know, um, spirit's work. So, yeah, intensity, you know, um, put pedal to the metal. Mm, as I say that, I rip my joints and pedal as in flower, lead, metal as in the lighter. I think I need my friend you have to get used to this kind of banter because... Don't think I'm judging you. If you're gonna judge me, why are you sitting here at the Venus Wildlife Cafe talking to me? So right now, go to that space that is home, that is within you, and even because even if that's the beauty of being a cancer, being a crab, or of using that energy. Anywhere, anytime, you can go into your shell. It travels with you. I was somewhere else yesterday when I needed to cry. But I found a shell. I went in there. I did my thing. I came back out. Good. So go into your shell once a day. And if you don't have one, create one. The way to create a shell, I would encourage things like Make you smell, things that smell pleasing, make you feel comfortable. Pillows, animals if they want to hang out with you, crystals, the right outfit, that is a shell. And then, get to fucking down the business. That thing right in front of you that God is telling you to do, do that because it is going to be needed very soon. There is going to be a moment in time in your life when someone I don't know who it will be, will turn to you, look you in the face, no one else, and say, you know that skill that you have? Whether they said, made fun of you before, or maybe they didn't, maybe they said, they always said, good job, you know, and then you got lazy and didn't work on it. Um, either way, you know that skill that you have? We need it right now. Otherwise, everyone's going to die. I don't know. You know, who knows how intense it will be, but, or how, you know, Symbolic of death. I don't know. It's going to be fucking necessary. 
I don't know how many times it gets better here, so I have to focus on within a minute three because I think that was my bad. But bomb. Uh, so <laughs> and then what I do can't hands. Thank you. Okay, maybe it's been a few more because I have said that a few times. They're going to turn to you and they're going to say, we need that skill right now, life or death. Have you been working on that skill? So that, that when that day comes, whether that's tomorrow, a few years from now, you don't know when it's going to happen, but it will happen. You know that. All right. Yeah, and share with me. Talk to me on Instagram. Tell me about what you do, what you make. Do you want to... You know what? I'm not going to use that dirty word collab, though, because it feels uncomfortable. Like, no, I don't want to collab, but, like, if I meet you and, you know, there's some real connection and you're like, oh, my God, this tarot card means so much to me. I'm like, oh, my God, let's do it. I don't know. You know, it has to happen organically. But, but yeah, talk to me. Be my friend. It's my Gemini self because... Growing up, I would, I would, if someone said that, if I heard my voice saying that in the future, I'd be like, ew, no, be my friend. I don't, I don't have friends. <laughs> Anyways, good night.